Welcome to the Energia podcast. My name is Stephanie Lianos and I'm a light worker, an energy healer and a soul mentor. My intention with this podcast is to show you all how to access the infinite potential within you by exploring the practices, modalities and habits that transcend you beyond the limitation of the human experience. By tapping into the multidimensional aspects of our existence, we are given the opportunity to co-create a life of magic, freedom and joy, a life beyond our wildest dreams. On this podcast, I will be sharing with you the tools to connect you with your higher self, your soul, and the divine guidance that exists within the spiritual realm. I want to give you the codes that allow you to heal your life from the inside out, access the wisdom that lies deep within your soul, and to align your energetic frequency with whatever it is you desire in this lifetime. This podcast is a portal into the deepest corners of the subconscious, into the layers beneath the logical mind. I want to empower you to master your subconscious ecosystem so you can live in a constant state of magnetism. There is so much more to this world than what meets the human eye. And it is my mission in this incarnation to show you that you are beyond human. You are light. You are energy. You are infinite. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Energy of Podcast. It has been a bloody hot minute since I've recorded a podcast. And I say this every time I have a couple weeks off. I miss it. I miss it so much. I almost feel like when it comes to the time that I'm going to record a podcast, it's like the words are like spilling out of me and I just like have to get in front of the microphone to record. So super stoked to be here. I hope that all of you are doing well and coping better than I am with the fact that it is October and we have like three months left of 2023. I just... I just can't believe it, to be honest. I don't even know where this year has gone. Like, wow, it freaks me out. But anyway, I have just returned from Bali. If you saw on my Instagram, if you follow me on there, and it was super beautiful. I went and met my partner over there. He had been over there for two weeks before me on a surf trip. And yeah, then I went and met him and unfortunately, like five days into our trip, I got so sick with the flu. I think, I don't think it was COVID, but like it felt like COVID. There's like a really bad flu going around Uluwatu and I absolutely copped it. And it kind of didn't come as a surprise to me because... I knew that when I went to Uluwatu that I would be going through like a purification of some sort. Uluwatu is known and like Bali in general is known as like a really deeply healing place. If you look into like the ley lines of the earth, the chakras of the earth, ley lines run right through Bali and right through Uluwatu, through Uluwatu temple. And it's like the earth chakra of the earth so really grounding really drawing out the impurities and just I guess purifying us um, like it does purify the land so before I went over there I had an inkling that I was going to go through like an initiation of some sort and yeah it totally happened so I got sick with the flu and like still able to like go and do stuff Bali is like the mecca for healing 
so many beautiful cafes and food and coconuts and jamu, which is like a turmeric drink, which is really good for immunity. So I felt really supported there. And obviously lots of time in the ocean, just flushing everything out. And then after I felt a little bit better from the flu, I got barley belly. So if the flu wasn't enough, my body decided to just go on an all out purge and get barley belly like the day that we were leaving. So that was pretty fucking funny and as I was saying to my partner Bali belly is not the aesthetic that I wanted to take with me to Bali but alas that happened so I've been recovering from that and just slowly been getting back into it um yeah it was pretty wild but in the midst of it all I totally know why I got sick the cleansing out of my system was to really clear out my channel and to like reset my psychic channel and also clear out some resistance I had to some making some shifts in my business um and yeah I've done so much spiritual healing this year so much healing of myself so much facilitation of healing for others that of course my physical body needed to be purified so the entire time I was sick like I was seeing it as like this massive blessing and like my due diligence um that word's a bit hard to pronounce when it comes to the physical body I think it's really important to know that when we do healing emotional healing spiritual healing like just because it's happening in a in the part of us that isn't tangible, it doesn't mean that our physical body doesn't need to catch up on that healing. If you look at a photo of like the aura of the body, you have your physical body, then your ethereal body where your chakras are, then you have your mental body, your emotional body, and then your spiritual body. So if you're doing work in like the outer aura, in the spiritual body, emotional body, mental body, It needs to filter through to the physical body and out to truly leave the system. This is why a lot of the times after we do healing, we get sick. It's why sickness is actually sacred. It's either a sacred message. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. A sacred message that something is out of alignment or it is a sacred process of cleansing in the body. Now, people who have chronic pain, people who experience pain in any sort of way, that is a message from the body that something is out of alignment, that there's blocks. When it comes to like this sense of purging, flu, sickness, it is like this internal recalibration of the body, a cleansing out, a releasing and the more you can do to support yourself on that process, the better because your body is just doing what it needs to do in order for you to heal, in order for you to upgrade. I rarely get sick, but when I do, I see it as like the final part of a timeline jump. In order for me to jump timelines on this new identity that I have been working towards to really upgrade, to move into the next chapter of my life, My body needs to catch up to that by flushing out everything that it doesn't need. And yeah, my body definitely did that when we were in Bali. So at the time, it was definitely a little hard. But to be honest, I'm so grateful that it happened. Um, And there's just been so much coming through. um, And 
like what Corey said on the last podcast, new levels, new devils. Now that I have come out of that sickness and I'm feeling myself in this new chapter, this new version of myself in some way, a lot of shadows are coming up, things that just need to be healed, new wounds, new layers of things. It's actually been a really interesting period of time. So now that I'm experiencing that, I know that it's time for me to work with a new healer, work with a new mentor, like begin to go through this process of solidifying my energy in this new identity by moving through these shadows. And I did so much healing at the beginning half of the year with that five-month divine feminine rising container I was in with Kiara, who's been on the podcast. I took some time to integrate that. I took some time to allow that all to settle. I didn't do really any healing work other than the stuff that I do on myself um, in that time. But now I can feel that it's time for me to step into another active healing journey to move through what's coming up. And that's really important to know that we're really cyclical. Like it's not always appropriate for us to be healing, healing, healing constantly all the time. Um, It's really important to understand the way that we work in cycles. Sometimes is for healing, sometimes is for integrating, sometimes is for thriving. Like it all happens when it needs to happen. And as women, like we're so deeply cyclical. So it's important to really honor that and flow with that and be able to tune into when your body actually wants and is yearning for healing rather than forcing healing on your body all the time. So I have my aura and my energy open to who I'm going to land with next and who I'm going to be working with next in terms of my healing and expansion and upgrade. And I'm really excited to see where that is going to land. So today's podcast, what I want to talk about is how to trust the universe even when you receive a massive letdown. And the reason that I want to talk about this today is because after two months of waiting and two months of thinking that we had landed the dream house up north in Byron, turns out that we actually didn't get it. So this real estate agent was kind of dragging us along for like two months not really being clear, kind of saying they're still figuring it out, like really making us feel like we were still in the mix. And I really felt that we had got the place and everything leading up to it, so many synchronicities, the way it happened, just everything that went into this journey of applying for this house and feeling like we're going to get it and like spiritual synchronicities, like messages, my guides leading me there. All of it to me was like, yeah, we've got this house. And turns out that we didn't get the house. And I think it can be very easy in these situations when we get so close to a manifestation and then it gets taken away from us that we can feel, I guess, really cynical and bitter and frustrated at the universe and at our progress and at our own unique path. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I have been manifesting moving to Byron for four years now, and it's probably getting closer to five as we get to the end of this year. And 
it's one of those things that has been coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. Um, and it's been, it's been a really interesting journey. And when I was studying, I did live up there. I lived between here and Sydney. So I wasn't fully living up there. I was like going back and forth. Um, and I just know that that, that is where I need to land. Um, and yeah, I know that is in my path. I've surrendered it enough times and it's come back enough times for me to know that it is it. Um, but the journey that I'm on with this is really unique to me. And yeah, it's really interesting how it's turned out. And when I found out we didn't get it, I definitely went through a period of feeling really defeated, feeling a bit upset, feeling a bit let down. Um, and I just let myself have that experience, but I didn't connect that experience to the universe. I didn't connect that experience to me thinking that life sucks and that life is unfair. I just let those feelings exist on their own. And I did what I had to do to clear them out of my body. So that was journaling, that was crying, that was like a little bit of somatic release, rubbing some points on the body, um, actual processing of it. And I interestingly haven't really let myself overly talk about it. Like me and my partner spoke about it for maybe like five to 10 minutes. We've brought it up a couple of times, but I'm really trying hard not to get caught up on it, even though, yes, I am really disappointed, but it is what it is. And sometimes there is just nothing that we can do. And I'm really grateful that I can make this podcast from this experience and I can share it and I can encourage you guys to maybe look at not getting what you want in a different way. And I think that it can be really easy to, you know, say flippant quotes like not getting what you want is sometimes luck or rejection is just redirection and all of those quotes it's like yeah that is all well and good but when it actually applies to your life it can be hard to actually embody what those you know common quotes are saying and those like flippant things that people say or you know this or something better and blah 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 yes that is all well and good but when you're actually in the situation and you're receiving deep disappointment I think those sort of things, while they're helpful in a way, I don't think they're the most helpful way to look at the situation. And I was sitting with my partner when we were talking about it and I was like, I wonder like why we didn't get it. Like I wonder what the lesson is here. I wonder what we need to take from this and blah, 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 blah. And my boyfriend being the Taurus earthy energy that he is, he was like, you just can't dwell on it. You need to just accept that we didn't get it. Look at what positives came from the situation, but don't spend too long dwelling on those either. Like just be really factual with it. And I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. And so I took a little bit of time to look at just what the positives were from the situation, which was like, we got our applicational organized. We got into the energy of applying for things. We've been getting excited. It's created momentum in our life with a move. Um, and that's pretty much it. 
Like it was amazing that we were a vibrational match for a house as beautiful as that, just to even go and inspect it. Like to be a vibrational match for something that amazing tells me that we're vibrating at a high level, which is amazing because that house was fucking gorgeous. And it can be really easy to like look at a situation, look at all the synchronicities, look at all the signs and think, oh, it was perfectly lining up. I had all the signs. The universe made me feel this and it really felt perfect. And But, you know, I got this sign and this sign and my spirit guide said this and blah, blah, blah. It can be really easy to go down that road. But at the end of the day, we have to realize that there are no mistakes. And if we get led down a specific journey and the outcome of that journey isn't what we thought it was going to be, it doesn't mean that any of those signs were wrong. It doesn't mean that we weren't tapped into our guides. It doesn't mean that we read the situation the wrong way or any of that. It just means that the journey that you went on needed to be exactly as it needed to be in order for you to land exactly where you're going to go. And it doesn't need to make sense. And I think with me, I was getting way too in my Capricorn energy, trying to figure out how to make sense of it all. When really, I don't need to make sense of it. I just need to know that universal intelligence led me on that journey for whatever reason it needed to lead me on that journey. And I have to trust that universal intelligence is more intelligent than me. And that is the truth. Universal intelligence cosmic intelligence our soul path is more intelligent than our human mind so when shit hits the fan when shit doesn't go the way that we want it to when things aren't working out in our favor we just have to neutrally look at that situation and know that that is exactly how it's meant to be you can look at a situation and neutrally accept that's how it's meant to be while also experiencing overwhelming emotion about that situation. Now, you have to be able to separate the two. Separating the two means if you're having intense sadness, anger, frustration, whatever emotion is arising for you, in order to clear that emotion and get back to your state of neutrality, you have to process the emotion somatically through the body. You need to express and move that emotion through your body. Bitching to someone about it or bitching or talking about it to many different people is not processing your emotions. Yes, you can talk about it, to people that you're close with for some support or some reassurance, but it comes to a point where that is actually not serving you anymore and your conversations are keeping you stuck in the past. So somatic expression of energy and of emotion for me looks like acupressure points, looks like massage, looks like the sauna, looks like crying, yelling, shaking, whatever I need to do to get it out of me. And then once that emotion is out of your system, then you can get back to that knowing that everything is as it's meant to be. And when, now that a few days have passed or like a week has passed, I'm able to look at that situation with a bit of hindsight and communicate with my guides now that I'm not so heated and understand what I am learning from it and how I don't make that same mistake again and how I'm actually going to get closer to my manifestation of moving. 
And the really interesting thing that my guide said to me is they said that you made your whole moving journey about a house. You decided in your mind that the quality of your journey and of your manifestation is about the house that you live in. Instead of being excited about the journey itself, instead of being open to all possibilities and being open to the manifestation being like this beautiful thing in its entirety and being closer to my friends and being in a new environment and all of the things, I narrowed down my experience to just a house and this house. And I really just became quite narrow-minded and quite tunnel-visioned. And that was almost like this ego desire of mine of, oh, I want to live in this big mansion and it's going to be beautiful. And oh my God, what sort of person am I if I live in this big mansion, blah, 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 blah. Instead of coming back to my soul desire and my heart desire, which is like, I want to be up in Byron so I can be closer to my friends, so I can be in a new environment, so I can create new friendships, new community. That's what my heart wants. The place that I land in Byron is going to be exactly what it needs to be, but it's not going to fuel my ego. It's going to comfort my heart and comfort my soul. But I was stuck in the ego expression of it. And just to me, that's just like really interesting because it's so true. I had put so much pressure on this house that I forgot the actual reason that I wanted to move to Byron and why we want to move up there. And I think that 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 is a realization that can be applied to lots of manifestations and can be the reason why a lot of us don't get the things that we want sometimes when we don't get the thing that we want and we're in this period of disappointment, I want you to look at how much attachment are you giving to this thing? And is your ego attached to it or is it coming from your heart? Because a lot of the time we get so focused on the thing that we don't have and we make our entire life revolve around that one thing that we forget the wider perspective of our life. We get so caught up on these like details and of these specific things that we then categorize our entire life by the lack of this thing. And I I see this very commonly with people who have plans for certain things and that thing hasn't worked out yet or there's something that they really want and they're not getting it. So then their entire life just becomes a byproduct of trying to get this thing. If you don't have the thing that you desire right now, you get to ask yourself two questions. One, am I doing everything in my power that I can control in a way that's balanced? And if the answer is yes, well, then you need to stop overdoing and stop overcompensating and just let it be and let the energy ripple out. But if the answer is no, I'm not doing everything that's in my control in a way that's like really balanced and neutral and healthy, well, then you need to apply more of that. And when we're not getting what our, what we want in a certain area of our life, we tend to overcomplicate the reason why that might not be happening. Oh, it must be because of this and this and this. It must be because of this, or maybe I'm not enough of this, or maybe this, or maybe that. And it's like, if you just simplify it down to two questions or two options, which is, 
I'm doing everything that I can in my power or I think I probably need to put more effort in. You're able to just know either A, okay, I've done enough. I need to, now need to let the universe do its thing or B, I'm actually not really doing enough and I'm expecting the universe to do it for me. There's a little bit more that I need to do. And it's really also important to look at it in a way that is, am I doing enough in a balanced way? And what I mean by that is, You can be looking after what you can control, but be doing it in a way that is completely over the top. So for example, like with with my house situation, I applied for the house, I then just let it be. I would like go on real estate and look at some other houses every now and then. I would email the real estate every now and then, but I didn't do anything over the top. At first, I definitely thought about it too much, but I was excited, so that's fine. That's me saying there's everything I can do. There's nothing more that I can do there. But there is the other side of the picture where you're not really doing anything at all. You're not taking inspired action. You're just waiting for the universe to deliver on it more for you so that more needs to be done. Put yourself into either of those two categories and just know that once you've made a decision to not overcompensate and let the universe do its thing or once you've made the decision to apply a bit more balanced effort to your situation that's it there is nothing more that you need to think about I think that it's really important to know that everyone's soul path is different and it can be easy for me to look at friends of mine and people that I know who are getting these houses so easily and are moving and blah 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 and feel jealousy and feel frustration But that is me just saying, I don't trust the universe's journey for me. I don't trust that my path isn't exactly as it needs to be. We can't look at something that we don't have and see other people getting it and use that as an excuse to think the universe is unfair or think the universe has forgotten about you because the universe hasn't forgotten about you. We are all on our unique path. We are all on our unique journey. And just because people around you in your peripheral have what you want, it doesn't mean that it's not coming for you. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean anything. We have to stop attaching such a big meaning to it. It just means that in this moment, you're not meant to have that thing. It just means that in this moment, I'm not meant to have moved yet. I'm not meant to have found a place yet. So all I can do is apply for places online that I see, keep enjoying my life, keep making the most out of where I am, fill my life with other things that I enjoy, stop putting so much pressure on everything around me needing to be leading up to this move and just be. And just be a participant in life. We only really have two choices. See the universe as divinely intelligent, fair, and always working in our favor. Or see the universe as a like unfair entity that isn't giving us what we want. You can be either one or two identities. And it's like, for me, even though everything in my life in my spiritual life, in my physical life, pointed to us getting this home and I didn't get it. It does not mean anything 
about the way I feel about the universe, I think to myself, wow, if that journey was curated for me, it must mean that the universe is teaching me a really beautiful lesson. It must mean that there is something even more beautiful on the other side. That was such an interesting journey for the universe to take me on. How cool that the universe is so concerned about my growth that it's taken me on this wild journey. How cool is it that the universe is so committed to me getting what I want that it's making sure that every single box is ticked before it happens. Who knows why we didn't get that house. Maybe we needed to be dragged along on this timeline in order to be in the right place at the right time for the right house. Who knows? There is just so much at play that you are not seeing. There is so much consistently at play that you are not privy to or you're not witnessing. So the moment that you don't, you're not getting what you want, and you're being frustrated at the world because of that is the moment that you cut yourself off from universal intelligence is the moment that you decide that cosmic intelligence isn't working for you but it always is it always is it always has been and it's going to continue working for you after you have passed away everything is happening exactly as it's meant to be happening there are no mistakes If you were meant to have something right now, you would have it. And if you don't have it, look at what you can control in the situation. Take the action that you need to take in order to healthily look after the things that you can control and leave the rest out the window. Because when we take so much time occupying our life with things that we cannot control and with thoughts of why is the universe doing this and why is this happening and blah, 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 We just get caught in this really shitty, boring loop where we're so disconnected from the bounty that is our life and we forget to be an active participant in life. The other thing that I hear as well through my clients and just in the community is this fear that if we're not consistently searching for the reason why, then we're going to miss it. And I think that's another misconception as well because The universe doesn't want you to always be looking for why things are happening. The universe will present it to you. And if you don't hear it the first time, it'll present it to you again. And it'll make sure that you see it, that you hear it, that the information is coming to you exactly as it's meant to. It's taken me a few days to really lean into I guess, just some of the nuances behind the journey that we went on with the house. But a lot of it, it's just almost like, I don't need to know why it didn't happen. I don't need to know why it's not working out. If I really had a very profound, deep lesson to learn about a shadow of mine, I would be taught it. The universe would be showing me. You need to trust that you're going to pick up on why something happened at the degree to which you need to hear it. Sometimes the universe doesn't want to send you down this really deep introspective journey. It just needed to push out some time. It just needed to fiddle things around a bit. It just needed to be a little little bit of recalibration. Or maybe it just wants you to have a bit more of a human experience. Not everything needs these really long, drawn out reasons and deep thinking as to why things have happened. Sometimes things just don't happen. 
Sometimes it's just not the time for you to have the thing that you want to have. Sometimes life can feel unfair, but that doesn't mean the universe is unfair. That just means that you had an expectation about something and the universe didn't meet your expectation. Your expectations are not the universe's problem. And I think we can get confused sometimes when we really think something is going to happen. And then when the universe doesn't align with our expectations, we have this sense of feeling really, I don't know, fucked over by the world. But if we think about the universe and how much is at play at one time, our individual expectations and the degree of emotion that we hold on them is not the universe's problems. Yes, you can be excited about things. Yes, you can look forward to things. But the moment that you put your happiness in something external to yourself is the moment that you're giving your power away. I did put a degree of my happiness in this house. So when we didn't get it, the expectation, the disappointment, sorry, that I felt is no one's problem but my own. And I can learn from that and I can grow from that and I cannot make that same mistake again. When I don't get something that I want, when something turns out not as I expected it to, the question I love to ask myself is, how much can I love life regardless of this? How much can I dive deeper into enjoying exactly where I am, even though shit hit the fan or even though something that I thought was right here for my taking has been taken away from me? or it didn't land the way I wanted to. You become such a powerful human when you're able to look at life and be completely present with it, even if it's not exactly the way you want it to look. Now, I just will say here, if you're in a situation in life where you're being mistreated or hurt or you're in deep survival mode, it's okay that you're not able to fall in love with life that is a full and complete permission slip if your life looks like shit if you're going through a really really difficult time of course you're allowed to feel unhappiness and you're allowed to feel sadness that does not mean that the universe is unfair that doesn't mean that you're forgotten about or that you're not meant to have a good life. It just means that there is something happening in your life right now that is for your benefit and your human mind needs to disconnect from the fact that it's happening to you for some reason and look at how this might be happening for you. How can you take a situation that feels really sticky and look at it from the eyes of, How is the universe loving me right now? I know that I'm unconditionally loved. So how could this be unconditional tough love? How could this make me into a better person? Where is this forcing me to be? Maybe it's just forcing you to stop wanting everything else outside of yourself 
and to just look at where you're at right now in your life and just accept it is how it is. If I circle back to what I was saying at the beginning, it's like what the podcast is about today. It's like, how do you trust the universe when the universe, when you feel like the universe has let you down or you feel a huge disappointment? There is no how to. It's just a choice. It's just a choice that you make. Do I want to be the sort of person that sees the world from a place of the universe is unfair? Or do I want to be the sort of person that just says, I just trust that even when shit is fucked, it's exactly as it's meant to be. Because the cosmic intelligence of this world, of this universe, if you think about how miraculous the universe is, if you think about the way that we are literally made up of the same thing stars are made up of. If you think of how perfect the ecosystem is with all the animals and how they play into this perfectly balanced ecosystem, if you think to just the intelligence of this universe and the vast space and galaxies and everything that plays into the universe, do you really, really think that your life has been excluded from that universal intelligence? No chance. You're a byproduct of universal intelligence. You are exactly where you need to be in this moment. And when you make the choice to just say, fuck it and flow with whatever is going on, even when it feels like shit, then you are living your life exactly as you came here to live. You are flowing with the universe. You are co-creating with the universe because when you let the universe do its thing and you can observe rather than play into a story about it and you can observe and take what you need to take and somatically move emotions through the body so they're not clouding your judgment then you leave room for the universe to also create its miracles. Because if you get in the way of the universal process, then you're interfering the universal process of miracles as well, of magic. The universe has to work in a cyclical manner. Just like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, we as humans go through cyclical times where we're healing, where we're integrating, where we're thriving, where we're not thriving. Well, the universe is exactly the same. She works in a cyclical way as well. She has to excavate shit in order to build new foundations. She needs to pull things away in order for you to be exactly where you need to be. She needs to draw out timelines in a confusing way so that you can land at exactly the right place in exactly the right time to receive that beautiful synchronicity. If you haven't received a synchronicity in a while, if you're feeling like the universe isn't giving you any signals or isn't placing any, you know, beautiful coincidences in your path, that's usually a sign that you're doing too much and that all of your doing is leaving no space for a synchronicity to occur. My guide said to me something really interesting this morning when I was channeling. They said, stop talking so much and start listening. And of course they said that with love, but also my spirit guides are as sassy as I am. So I appreciate the sass from them. And what they meant by that is not talking out loud. It's the talking that I have in my head, the overthinking, the I'll be making a piece of toast, but thinking, thinking, thinking in my head. 
I'll be going for a walk and instead of just taking in my walk, I'm thinking about things, I'm imagining things, I'm forward thinking, past thinking. And my guides are saying to me, just listen more. Listen to the world around you. Listen to the silence. Stop occupying all of your time with these thoughts. Because it is in the moments that we listen is when the most profound downloads drop in. When we receive the synchronicity, when we receive the thoughts. And if I want to be in the right place at the right time and led to where I need to be for us to find our house, I need to listen and be guided A really beautiful challenge that I've set for myself is not picking up my phone when I'm just waiting for something. So waiting for a coffee or waiting for my toast to be ready or waiting for the kettle to boil. Can I just sit and be and listen in those moments? We're so quick to pick up our phone. We're so quick to find some way to distract ourselves in these moments that we could actually just be listening. We could actually just be still. We could be introducing these really little meditative times in our day, even if it's one or two minutes where we're just there. We're just being with life. And from that place of being with life, from letting go of the human mind and all the talking, we actually allow the universe to communicate with us and our guides so they can lead us to where we need to be. But if we're always trying to outthink the universe and we're always trying to outthink the next step or outthink the intuitive nudge or think before the intuitive nudge comes because we're in a rush, then we're going to be in total disconnect from the universe. Then we're not going to hear what the universe has to say. Intentional living, presence, slowness is the portal to being led. The universe can't get through to us if we're consistently stimulated and thinking and talking. So just like my spirit guide said to me, I'll say to you, can you shut up for a second and see what happens when you just choose to spend a week leaving the gap, sitting in those moments rather than filling them? I think that you'll experience some profound direction and guidance And remembrance that the universe is always trying to communicate with you, which in turn is going to help you really embody that choice of, I just choose to trust that universal intelligence is always working for me, even when I can't see the finite way that it's going to turn out. How much can you surrender more than you've already surrendered? How much can you Look at something that you've been wanting for a long time. Look at it through the eyes of, am I doing enough? Or should I be doing a little bit more? And then just going down that path without creating a big story around it. 
Now, everything that I'm saying to you, this ability to know that you've done enough, this ability to trust is a byproduct of having a healed feminine energy. Now, when I say healed, I don't mean healed, done and dusted, locked up. I mean, you're consistently in the process of healing the conditioning and trauma and blocks you have around your feminine. Because our wounded masculine, when our feminine is not healed and not in a process of healing and the polarity is off, your masculine needs to overcompensate for your feminine. Your masculine needs to go into overdrive and this works for both men and women. So your masculine is in that wounded energy of I need to do more. There must be more. I need to figure it out. And therefore, you're completely cut off from the ability to trust the universe, to receive from the universe, to just flow with and surrender. And this is exactly why I have created my newest program, Cosmic Creatrix. Cosmic Creatrix is an eight-week, four-part womb healing journey where I'm going into the womb space of everyone who's going to be in the program And in the womb space, we're going to clear out conditioning and blocks and the layers of compression and energy that make your feminine energy feel so out of reach or so inaccessible to you. Your inner feminine is the part of you that allows you to flow with life. Your inner feminine, and even if you're a male, it's your inner feminine is the part of you that allows you to be the sort of person that trusts that you have done enough and the universe is going to do the rest. Your inner feminine knows when enough is enough, but your wounded masculine doesn't. Your wounded masculine will keep going and going and going and going and going and be so loud and so preoccupied with the doing that you completely cut yourself off from the cosmic dance of co-creation. I would not be able to be so chill about a lot of things in my personal life being up in the air at the moment. I would not have been able to just fully surrender to being sick in Bali and not being able to work on my business and not being able to work on this launch that I'm doing of Cosmic Creatrix if it was not for my feminine just completely taking the lead and telling me it's okay. We can chill. We don't have to overcompensate for the fact that we didn't get our house and we really need to move already in terms of timing and things that is happening in our life. My inner feminine just says, it's okay. Let's just chill. Let's just do what we need to do. Apply for a couple houses on real estate, not go over the top, not call real estate agents and be crazy and do all the things. Let's just do it chill, the chill way. Your inner feminine is always going to ask you the question, how easy can we make this? How easy can we make the fact that we didn't get what we wanted? How easy can we make this period of trying to realign after some disappointment? How easy can we make it? Your inner feminine is so in resonance with the cosmic intelligence of the universe. She wants to trust. She wants to chill. She wants to go with the flow. But if she is so compressed 
by ancestral wounding around the feminine, past life wounds around the feminine and current lifetime wounds around the feminine, your ability to drop in and trust, your ability to understand the delicate art of masculine and feminine polarity is going to be completely out of whack. Your inner feminine allows you to be this divine flowing goddess or in the case of a male your inner feminine allows you to take a break from all the doing and know when enough is enough and allow yourself to receive even when you're not overdoing it I highly recommend if you struggle with being in that state of trust, in that state of receiving, in that state of you know when enough is enough and you're able to flow between your masculine and feminine energies, then you need to be in cosmic creatrix because we're going right into the womb space and the womb is where all of these energies are stored, blocks and traumas. Womb healing transformed my life transform my business, transform my relationship because I was able to tap in to my feminine essence, make her feel safe, rebirth her into this world. And she is that guiding light in my ear that reminds me that it's okay and that we can still trust. We can still surrender. We can still flow even when we go through periods of disappointment. All the information for Cosmic Creatrix is on my Instagram and I'll pop a link in the show notes. Enrollment closes on Friday. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to bringing this into the world. The other thing that's really been happening in my world as well is my membership is thriving. There are so many beautiful meditations in there. I know how many of you love my morning meditation that's on the podcast. I have got like 15 more meditations in the membership. We do monthly healings. I just dropped one about trusting in your soul path. So on this exact topic, and then every Monday I drop in wisdom and guidance for keeping you in alignment and keeping you in your highest expression and it's just been so much fun in there um so if you're feeling drawn to that if your soul feels drawn to it you can jump on my website and look into the soul mastery and magic membership okay i think i am gonna leave you guys there for today it's felt really good to like get this out of my system and i just want you guys to know that Like it's okay to be going through it and it's okay to feel overwhelmed by emotions but learn to discern the different process of somatically removing emotions from your body versus getting caught in the story because when you consistently commit to removing emotions from your body on a somatic level then you're able to stop yourself before you get stuck in this vicious cycle of life is unfair. Why is this happening to me? I don't know what's going on. What the fuck? When you're able to remove those emotions from your body, your mind doesn't have that stimulus to get caught into that story. So you can get back into that neutral embodiment of like, okay, I didn't get what I wanted, but I still trust the universe. I still trust universal intelligence. I'm in a position of neutrality where I can see 
the whole situation for what it is without getting caught in these stories. And I really encourage you to do that. And in the membership as well, a lot of the healing that we do is really somatic with acupressure points for releasing emotions from certain energy pathways in the body, which is a really beautiful tool for you and something that I find really, really helpful. So I will keep you guys posted on the moving journey. I love having you along for the ride. Um, And let's normalize manifestations taking a really fucking long time and coming to us and then leaving and then coming to us and then leaving and then getting close and us feeling like it's finally there and then it's not because it's normal and it's all part of the human experience and doesn't matter who you are and how many practices you do and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person when you don't get what you want. It just means that that's just your journey and there's still more to learn and you're going to get there. You wouldn't think of it. You wouldn't yearn for it if it wasn't possible for you. If something wasn't possible for you in this lifetime, you wouldn't even think about it. If something was not yours to have, your mind and heart wouldn't yearn for it. You yearn for it because it's possible for you and just because you don't have it yet, it doesn't mean it's not coming. It's just not here right now and that's it. As my boyfriend says, it is what it is. Take that one with you. It is what it is. Have a beautiful day, night, evening and I will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. If you'd like to connect with me, please find me on Instagram at Energia with four underscores or jump on my website, www.theenergiaexperience.com.au. I cannot wait to see you next time. I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land, and pay my respects to the elders, both past and present.